fraternal greetings and a warm welcome to India's first and only Freemasonic podcast, The Ashlers, a unique podcast that is hosted by Masons aiming to share information and the timeless wisdom around Freemasonry with the rest of the world, thus sharing the light of Masonry far and wide. As a disclaimer, the thoughts and opinions shared by the hosts and participants on the Ashlers is solely their own and thus do not represent any official positions or proclamations of any Grand Lords thereof. Be assured that best efforts have been made to keep the conversations and presentations on the level for brethren and non-Masons alike. Hello and welcome again everyone to The Ashlers. This is Season 2, Episode 11. And for everyone's uh, listening pleasure, this time we have yet another beautiful paper. Nice, short and crisp, but a very important topic that this paper actually covers. The title is Relief. Now, with that as a segue, I first want to talk about something uh, interesting, which I'm sure a lot of brethren uh, will, you know, remember it because it was just um, a couple of days back. But for people who are non-Masons, I'm sure you would like to know about this as well. So 24th June is celebrated as the Universal Brotherhood Day. This is a very important event in the Masonic calendar. Happens once a year every year and is celebrated uh, by several lodges across the world. Now, how does that tie in together with our paper and what is Universal Brotherhood Day? For that, I'll give it over to Ranesh, my fantastic co-host. Ranesh, over to you. Thank you very much, uh, Shishir. Now, for those who would have heard this Universal Brotherhood Day, uh, please don't confuse. There is a, also another Universal Brotherhood Day, which happens to be uh, for Swami Vivekananda. And that is obviously also celebrated by many people. But this Universal Brotherhood Day is for a smaller group, which is Freemasons. So it was somewhere in 2004, we have a Masonic conference or rather a conference of Masonic Grand Lodges where most of these Grand Lodge or representative of these Grand Lodges actually meet together, talk about how they are helping the community, what exactly are they doing and all that aspects are being discussed along with other business elements which are about like what is going on with uh, this place or that place or how the lodges are functioning. Do one Grand Lodge, does a Grand Lodge need any help from another Grand Lodge with respect to some information or some ideas or anything. This is basically in a conference where idea generation happens, idea sharing happens and people get to know a lot of people. Now, in 2004, uh, during the seventh world uh, conference of these Masonic Grand Lodges, which was held in Chile, there was an idea which got generated, which was to celebrate one day among Freemasons called as a Universal Brotherhood Day. And on that day, they would actually discuss or rather they would actually invite some people or do some major charity work or like gather a lot of uh, hands and make sure that on that day they do something very significant. And I think this is from 2004 onwards, every uh, most of the countries, at least I would say, who 
have grand or who have freemasonry in their country actually does these things including grand lodge of india so we ce- uh, celebrate it on 24th of june every year as shishir mentioned now the reason why we use 24th of june is that is the day back in 1717 when the first grand lodge was formed in england so we thought that day is a significant day considering that was the first time four lodges came together and they said you know what guys we need to actually form a better union a governing body so that we can take care of each other and have some what should i say standard yes a standardization of certain things and that's exactly what we all thought let let's have one day where we all do all these things and most of these countries where these grand lodges exist right they actually take up this as an event a universal brotherhood day where certain charity project is taken up where certain uh, volunteering activities are done there are certain talks which are happening uh, some of the non masons are able to actually at- go and see these places there is like open house session there are a lot of things which actually happens during that so that pretty much you know sums up what this important day is now having said that i would now like to introduce our paper and the author the paper is titled relief and it is authored by worshipful brother madhav kulkarni he is from the lodge fellowship number 140 in or rather under the grand lodge of india jurisdiction and it is based in ahmedabad now this particular paper i'm sure you'd have you know heard this word relief in one way or the other but there's a masonic angle to it where does it come from exactly how does it tie into masonry that is what i would like to expand on now in masonry there are the three principal tenets of freemasonry which is nothing but brotherly love relief and truth let me talk about brotherly love and truth and then we'll get into relief now brotherly love it might sound very familiar to a lot of us um in one way or the other we might have experienced this as we grew up regardless of whether we had brothers or not but in this case it's more of a generalization what it alludes to is that feeling of being cared for by another human being now the part brotherly over here obviously being freemasonic it means a bunch of you know men coming together and acting as brothers for each other right taking care of each other as a brotherhood but if we expand that even beyond masonry i think brotherly is just a word it could mean any human being or you know it could even be taken to a human being caring for a pet for example you know animals also in need basically being a compassionate human being to another living creature let me overly generalize this just to expand it even further but from a masonic standpoint that is again where it comes from now truth what is truth i think in one of our very early episodes or on and off we may have heard this word now truth again from a masonic standpoint stems from the fact that who are we as masons who are we as people in this society and what is the right way to live our life what is the truth in our lives now that could be again individualistic to people it could be common 
as a citizen of a country but at the end of the day following the following the right path charting the correct way to be a exceptional individual and from a masonic standpoint again i would like to bring up the aspect of the volumes of sacred law or you know the multiple religious books that guides us that shapes our, our truth our definition of truth now coming to the actual world of relief now in that case i would like to read one small paragraph from this paper and it very eloquently puts it together so let me read it as it is in the paper by worship brother um so it goes like this relief aid help or respite are all the synonyms of the word relief as a good human being it is obligatory on our part to practice relief to relieve the sorrow or discomfort of our fellow creatures is a social obligation of a human being relief flows as a compassionate it flows out of a compassionate heart and therefore is a virtue that gives happiness to both the receiver and the giver such beautiful words and i think this this particular line to relieve the sorrow or discomfort of our fellow creatures is a social obligation of a human being i mean if you just give it a few seconds of thought this this line is so profound it is so true you don't have to ask yourself should i help this person should i help that animal should i help this organization if you're seeing that there is some opportunity for you to provide relief in whatever big or small way why let that opportunity go it's not that somewhere down the line or somewhere up there the god is taking out your book and saying let's see what this guy does oh he helped him or her let me put a tick mark <laughs> on the good side for this person no that's not the point the point is if you can help whether it's a small or a big part of it just do it you never know how far that small little help might go it might really help someone so with that this is another important aspect that uh brother madhav uh, you know gets into the details of it and the word is charity now for that i would now like to call upon ranesh to expand a little more about charity ranesh yes so as you mentioned right when we think about helping people or rather that being the most important thing to be done i remember right from the beginning when we have been talking about freemasonry and what exactly freemasonry is most of the time we to make it a little easier i would say to un- explain people what is freemasonry we say we are a kind of a charitable organization and we emphasize on the word charity so i'm trying to bring this whole aspect of how charity is synonymous for masonic relief now that is by far the most common interpretation of relief which everybody or anybody will understand as soon as you think about like i have to relieve him with some responsibilities like give obviously offload certain things but if you just straight away say he needs relief you suddenly think that he needs help he needs that charity 
the Masonic relief actually has a much deeper meaning and that actually goes beyond charity. But let me first talk about it being synonym to the word to the Masonic relief itself. As in just just let's talk about charity. Now, Masonic charities, as per this paper, took birth in US way back in somewhere in 1800. Now, this was obviously prior to the whole social security which actually came into that country. So Obviously, the government was not able to offer any form of social security to people who were in need of help or aid. And that is not because they were not, uh, they didn't want to do it, but it was only because they were not able to do it. Considering the country was so vast, they didn't actually have any proper mechanism in place. And isn't that something synonym to what you would also have? Like you would like to help people, but then you are suddenly like, how do I do it? Like, what do I need to do to make sure that these things are in place? And that is exactly where Masons came into place. Now, Masonic fraternity are at different locations. So what did they think of doing? They thought, let's work in our own area. Let's work in our own community and help whoever we can. Like maybe it's a Mason, maybe it's a non-Mason, let's just help them. So Masonic relief were actually created in the form of orphanages for homeless children, uh, homes for widows and the elderly. There were many relief-based programs which ensured people's welfare. Even today, by the way, North America actually has this tradition wherein they actually volunteer towards this as part of the fraternity or as part of any other group which they might be. They do not think twice about it. Apparently, Freemasons are actually donating. And I'm not kidding about this. There is no, uh, I, I, should, I can't say that there is a proper fact mentioned because we do not obviously have one consolidated information. But somebody has actually thought or found out that we kind of donate around 1.5 million dollars every day to charitable causes. That is by far one of the biggest one which we can ever think of. 1.5 million dollars every day. This is not by just one organization. I'm not talking about it that okay only a grand lodge is doing or a local lodge is doing. No, it is done by one Freemason or the other one Grand Lodge or the other, one district, provincial or regional Grand Lodge or the other, some way or the other, we are contributing towards it. Now, while all these relief goes for the society, for the brethren of any country, who are no longer able to support themselves and their family, the Masonic fraternity supports them with a network of charity, with a network of relief which they have. And that is exactly what charity for us is all about. But please do note, Charity is beyond this, or rather, sorry, I should say the relief is actually beyond charity. It is more than that. And I would like to ask Shishir to expand on that. Let me ask a question to anyone out there who's listening. Obviously, whatever your answer might be, uh, neither of us could hear it. But if you would like, feel free to shoot us an email and we would love to see what you thought. So the question is, when I say that Mr or Ms. XYZ, it's a very charitable person. They do a lot of charity. What comes to your mind? What do you think these people are doing in the name of charity? Right. Uh, Shishir, yeah. I, I honestly wanted to add this point. Like initially, whenever I used to hear that word, I used to always think that they have donated a lot of money. And I used <laughs> to consider it that, oh, I don't have that much money, so I don't think I can do any kind of charity. Exactly right. So for a very long time, even I felt the same way. And that's, I guess that's just how we perceive it. Even, um, you know, if we watch movies, for example, I remember a lot of old Hindi movies, 
they would show a very you know big industrialist giving away money and clothes and whatnot and they call it charity and maybe that's how it got stereotyped but again think deeper right go deeper into that what is charity now obviously Ranesh has expanded on that but from a Masonic standpoint if we say we are going beyond charity it simply means it's not just me reaching out to some brother or some brother reaching out to me saying hey I'm in a you know big mess I really need help and I'm like here take XYZ amount of money your problem is solved well money can't buy happiness nor can it buy a good sleep you could buy a lot of <laughs> things and uh, that you, that makes you happy or you could buy a good bed and sleep on it but that's not how you actually find meaning in life right charity could also mean a very simple thing a brother being like a sounding board for example to another brother sometimes we just want someone to hear us out sometimes you just want to talk to someone if you don't even find someone to give you that much amount of time don't give me a solution just hear me out and if there's no one then how does that make your life right so being someone who can be out there saying that hey if you ever want to talk to about anything I'm there I may not have the solution for all your problems I may not have the best advice but I can still be there for you it could even be someone who is giving a few words of encouragement it could even be as simple as mentorship let's say a brother joins who is you know very new in his career and there's another brother who's quite seasoned in that industry he could be a mentor for this person and you know give his time give his knowledge his expertise and you know give those advices be a beautiful mentor to this a uh, new individual who's getting into this industry and finding his foothold to establish himself so even that is an act of charity so, uh, say a doctor or a lawyer maybe giving out some time out of their busy schedule maybe an hour or two hours to people who really need them but can't afford them or who are in desperate need uh, you know going to some village for example and get, spending an hour or two over there uh, with some diagnosis or prescriptions or whatever. Those are again acts of charity, right? So that is what gets us beyond the stereotype. It expands the horizon and at the same time also makes your journey in the community as an upright person, someone that people can bank on, someone that people can rely on, someone they know they can reach out to if there is anything. So I think the way I have interpreted what Brother Madhav has brought up in his paper, this is how I see it. Now coming to another important part of relief and charity is something called the circle of relief. And Brother Madhav has done a very beautiful job in how he has built this construct. And I think Rinesh would be the best person to expand on that. So Rinesh, over to you. Yes. So Brother Madhav actually spoke about circle of relief. So when I read it for the first time, I thought maybe you are just drawing a circle around you or somewhere and you're trying to say that, okay, all those whom I can actually help or take care, I'll just put them in the circle. 
But no, he wrote it in a very interesting manner. He actually said that Freemasons should have three circles of influence, or rather they actually have three circles of influence and they, their charity or their relief should be among these three circles. First is the innermost concentrated circle of own influence, which means their own family members and they themselves. So the first duty of any human being is towards themselves as well as their family. Let's please, please try to understand that we never ever come up and say, leave everything and just come and run behind these things or that thing. No, first it's you and you. You and your family matters more. Then the middle circle which he has created is the Masonic circle, where a Mason can actually follow his heart and help brethren in distress, both financially and non-financially. And as uh, Shishir mentioned, right, being a sounding board, giving somebody an advice, all those aspects can actually be part of the charity activity which you do. Relief to someone. And finally, there is an outermost circle which is called Universal Circle. Here, a Mason can practice this virtue, which is relief, which, is, which we have been talking about, in ample measure. It is beyond a common heart to beat for one who is neither a brother by birth or by belief. Now, that's a beautiful line. Do I need to actually know somebody to help somebody? I don't. I just need to help them. And I think uh, somewhere I kind of realize or rather remember the lines from Bhagavad Gita in which it is clearly mentioned by Krishna that just do your job. Don't worry about what you are going to get from the job and all. And that's exactly what I feel we should follow when it comes to providing somebody relief. Now, should I help that person? Because if I help that person, maybe he might help me in uh, giving me a better position in the new company or maybe he will give me some money or maybe he will put in a good word. Why do I need those stuff? I can understand that we are materialistic. Unfortunately, we are still stuck in this whole material world and it, these things are important and these things we actually require to grow. But if I keep that as an agenda item every time I take a step, I will never be able to do anything. Because every time I'm going to try to measure that if I help this person, what will I get in return? Or if I do this, what will happen? In that entire process, we will never be able to stretch a helping hand to anybody. And tomorrow, just imagine you are in that situation. You are in a situation where you really need somebody's help. And you don't have anything to give back in return. And somebody is not there to help you. What would be your state of mind? But I also have one and one thinking like and obviously, please uh, listeners do correct me if you feel this is a little too far fetched. I feel all of us actually have something to give back. It might not be to give back to the same person. It might be to give back to the society or other folks in general, like pay it forward. Today, if I know that Shishir is actually going to help me because I needed some uh, advice with respect to some topics which I wanted to understand very well and he helped me out and I have understood that and then I can obviously take it forward. Tomorrow he might come to me for something and I will be like, oh wow, don't worry dude, I know this topic, I'll help you with this. Or considering Shishi knows a lot of stuff, I will actually move ahead and somebody else comes and asks me, I can actually help that out. And that is exactly what these three circles are supposed to do. You, by the way, are in the middle circle, in the, the first circle and your stretch or your reach can be in all of these places. Please make sure that your influence to the final outcome is all about helping somebody. That is exactly why we are in this world. Now imagine if I am able to help 
anyone whom I can meet or rather, okay, let's not use the word anyone. I would like to say, if I'm able to help someone, will won't that someone be a bit happy, be in a better place? And maybe that someone will actually take it forward. And then it goes on. We are 7 billion population. I think it's going to take us a lot of time if there are only very few people doing it. But on the other hand, if all of us join hands together in this concept of ensuring that we concentrate on these these, these three circles of life, which we, sorry, circles of relief, which we spoke about, it automatically just makes the world a better place. I was just going through the next few lines that I need to talk about. And I realized I cannot possibly do a good job of, you know, uh, explaining it. So what I'm going to do is this. I will read out those lines and then I'll go back to one little thing that I mentioned earlier in this episode about the volumes of sacred law. And Rinesh just touched upon it in a very brief manner, but very beautiful manner he did that. So let me read the lines first and then I will explain or rather attempt to explain. This paper is really good. All right. So it talks about the connection between relief and the other two principal tenets. Like I mentioned earlier, it was brotherly love, relief and truth. So, So we have expanded a lot about relief. Now we'll talk about brotherly love and truth. The paper says relief flows from brotherly love. It is pure and refreshing, cool as the air in the mountain. It puts the distressed mind at peace. It is such practice of relief, such acts of compassion without pomp and publicity that makes a mason nearer to the eternal truth. Therefore, brethren, let's remember, Masonic relief is a paramount duty of every Freemason. Relief to Masons and men at large. Both are importance, both are of importance. Providing financial relief through charity is important, but equally important is going beyond charity. Providing succor, sympathizing, consoling, giving a shoulder to poor out grief are also equally noble ways of providing Masonic relief. Very nicely put it. Couldn't be so profound and yet so simple. And that's the art, isn't it? Now, if we were to just go back to that point that Rinesh made about, you know, the line from Bhagavad Gita, let me draw a parallel to that. And again, as Masons, we have several books of different religion uh, that we have at our, you know, uh, ceremonies. Because we believe all of those books have a lot of good in them to teach us. Now in the Bible, there's something about alms or giving charity, right? It says, when you are giving out alms to someone in need, do it in such a way that your right hand does not know what your left hand is doing. Basically, it means you don't have to make a big show out of the fact that you are a charitable person. You. You know, when you're giving out something, uh, even some money to a beggar on the street, you don't need to necessarily take a selfie with that person saying, oh, hashtag charity, hashtag good deed of the day, or stuff like that. Because you don't need to tell the people what you have done, because that's not the point. The point is someone was helped, someone has helped, and 
life got better in one way or the other in whatever measure and i think that is where this uh, connection has been built in talks about brotherly love as a brother you would try and help your family again going back to the over generalization which i did in the in this episode earlier you know as a person as a citizen as a human being you are helping someone out of compassion not because uh, you are obliged to or because you want to do it otherwise god will punish you no that's not the point you do it out of compassion and therein you find the eternal truth which is to be a good human being by benefiting the society right by being the example of what everyone should be like and with that uh there's a little more to it which i will now hand it over to ranish over to you ranish yes i wanted to add just one line from this paper which says uh but a true mason always knows that the term brotherhood which uh she she just expanded on right it goes beyond the boundary of masonry it actually covers the entire mankind it it covers everybody in this world let it be human being let it be doesn't matter which gender they are or uh, doesn't matter what is their uh, social status race or uh, religion doesn't really matter and it should not matter to us because we are living in this world together and it is our duty to work towards the betterment of everyone and that's when we as a society will grow now since we obviously spoke about charity there is one line in the quran which talks about charity is for those in need who in allah's cause are restricted from travel your the word the point is about traveling but you can actually add anything in that continuing and cannot move about in the land seeking that actually means that you are able to give somebody something which they don't have but which you have it actually has a profound meaning to it and that is exactly what i would like to come and conclude this with charity and donation is considered as a relief they are ornaments of the body but there is something called compassion and mercy which is also relief and they are ornament of the soul it is actually said again this is one uh, this is again from quran which i found out kind speech and forgiveness are better than charity followed by injury now just just think about all that word which has come kind speech and forgiveness are better than charity which is followed by an injury if i've hurt somebody just trying to give something in them and saying okay yeah fair enough just go and carry on your speech and forgiveness would have helped that person more and that again is part of a relief brother madhav finally says my dear brethren let us beautify the body and sanctify the soul by practicing charity and non financial relief may this principle tenet which is relief be alive in everybody's heart let this relief make us make our less privileged brethren and in this case i'm going to add the entire mankind to lead a life of respect and many unfortunate men in society may benefit out of this practice of masonic virtue which is the relief finally uh brother ba- brother madhav has actually also mentioned that some of the referred statements which he have added here has been inferenced from the internet including a masonic lodge of education he has given due credit to black hawk lodge number no. 65 and minnesota masons website as well 
thank you very much brother madhav for bringing us a small and a beautiful paper which kind of gives you what you want i can have a discourse of charity for 3 hours or even for more than that but the essential fact or the essential matter is relief is required in this world in the world today where we are living where we have so many issues of so many problems you just have to go out or rather take out a newspaper and see the issues which are there how can you as a fellow human being help another fellow human being maybe it might be word of advice maybe it's sounding board maybe it's a time which you can donate uh, you know a sub- subject properly you can go and donate uh, put in your time put in your effort to someone this is relief and this relief does not need to be inside our group our fraternity it can be for anyone and it is actually for everyone and by anyone and that is exactly what the message which brother madhav wants to put in this paper thank you very much for listening to us it has been a beautiful paper we enjoyed reading it because it kind of gave us that whole what should i say the feel good factor in us that yes we have been able to do something there are times when we feel that we might not have achieved it but there are also times when we feel well we did a bit let's see where it takes us forward with that thank you very much for listening to us have a great day ahead and hope you enjoyed this paper if you need this please do reach out to us and we will be more than happy to share this with you please use this paper to share it among your friends among your family members as well as at least for brethren use this as part of a masonic education in your lodge when you actually have this 10 15 minutes just read this paper out and that will just expand the knowledge of brethren that will bring that feel good factor which shishir and i had when we completed reading this with that thank you from ranesh and thank you from shishir goodbye and that's a wrap we thank you for your time and hope that we have been able to present to you the true light of masonry in yet another way please continue to watch out for more episodes from the ashlers by subscribing to our channel on most of the popular podcasting platforms links are in the show notes and also feel free to email us at theashlerspodcast@gmail.com your encouragement is what keeps us motivated above all as proud hosts of india's first and only free masonic podcast we wish you all the very best and until next time the ashlers signing off and that's a wrap we thank you for your time and hope that we have been able to present to you the true light of masonry in yet another way please continue to watch out for more episodes from the ashlers by subscribing to our channel on most of the popular podcasting platforms links are in the show notes and also feel free to email us at theashlerspodcast@gmail.com your encouragement is what keeps us motivated above all as proud hosts of india's first and only free masonic podcast we wish you all the very best and until next time the ashlers signing off